Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, welcome. And thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach Brittle. I'm here with Laura Heck. Uh, we got a little bit of a two-for-one for you going. Um, we started off with an agenda in this episode to talk about an activity that Laura has been doing with her clients called the Can of Worms. And instead, we sort of dumped our own can of worms out on the table. And we uh, we have a little bit of like, we picked them up and sort of looked at this. And we looked at that. And we looked at the other thing. I think there's a lot of good stuff in here. We, we talked a little bit about some client work that we're doing and some ideas that we have around intimacy and connection. Um, it's a fun one. But we never got to Laura's activity, which is going to be next week. We recorded two in a row. So we got so a little bit of part one this week, a little bit of part two next week. Um, it'll be a little bit of like a to-be-continued action. So again, thanks for joining us, and I hope you find some takeaways because this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. I was hoping that you found my text messages to be like endearing, that you could rely on me, you could trust Aww. that I was going to show up, that I wasn't going to flake on you, which has happened. <laughs> but Well, I, I mean, I, I went through a little bit of a mental roller coaster, didn't I? Because I woke up in time to meet you yeah. at 8, and the first thing I see was yep. 9 a.m., 9 a.m. Right. And then you gotta you have to keep I'm like, reading. You mother father. I just nope. got up to see you at 8 a.m. and you said 9 a.m. That's right. And you said you're gonna want my brain on. And I was you like, You just yep, got it's up true. at 758. It's you true. didn't I didn't inconvenience you all that much because you got up two well, by minutes an hour we at that point. Record. By an hour. And then I was like, and and then it was like, oh. nah, never mind. I'll be up and ready to knock it out of the park. Face on, head That's sharp, right. ready to knock out That's two right. podcasts. That's right. So, yeah, you took me on a little it's, roller coaster this morning. Thank you for that. I was on a little bit of a roller coaster. That's kind of how my life is, is like, can I flake on this right now? Like, do I really have to do this? Because it felt mm-hmm. kind of like, whose idea was it to wake up on Saturday mm-hmm. to record a podcast at 8 a.m.? That's kind right. of a silly idea. Yeah. And, and you know, like, it's a it's an evolving conversation because I don't have anything going on today. That was a nightmare. But Thursday I'm was here. gross. Because my internet broke, and then we had yep. the we missed yep. we crossed the lines with the interview lady that we were supposed to talk to, and now we don't get to talk to her until yeah. February. Um, I know. So anyway. it was okay, though. I I I know that it was a disappointment that we <laughs> blocked off two hours out of our life to be with each other, and we did not record it. We had zero zero product, but I I didn't mind it because I liked hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I've definitely found like. Lost time is one of my pet peeves, and that's not just Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's unexpected traffic. It's you know, I thought I was supposed to be somewhere at six, and I was not supposed to be there till seven. Like I just, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Lost time. What? And I was thinking about it when I texted you that I was like, I hate lost time. I was wondering if I feel as also as strongly about found time. Like if you get like, really excited, like well, um, fallback or what is it called? Spring for fallback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, no, yeah. more like, more like um, oh, I had this big thing that I have to get home for and because I've got to clean all the dishes before the party starts and I get home and somebody's already cleaned all the dishes. And I'm like, and you're wow, like, oh. 
I have an yeah. I have an extra hour right now that yeah. I can do whatever I want. I I don't know if I feel as strongly about found time as I do about lost time, but I do I do appreciate that 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 they that it happens. It happens in life. Yeah. Who did? Well, let's see here. Somebody was, uh, I don't know. I don't know where I heard this, but it was like in your 30s, you spend all this time trying to make money, 20s and 30s, make money, make money, make money, make money. And then once you have your money, like you spend your money trying to get your time back. So it's all, Uh, it's like it reverses. And it's all about spending the money that you spent your 20s and 30s making to buy conveniences that buy you time, like a house cleaner. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I don't know, babysitters or whatnot that like allow you to spend your time more wisely or outsourcing, basically just outsourcing yeah. your time. I that's was a like, weird tension. that's really it's, smart. This, I'm, I can kind of feel that. There's this old like wives tale or urban legend or whatever. Maybe it's just an inspirational story about these two guys who graduated from law school at the same time. And one of them goes into his like law Go career on. and he's, he, um, he, builds his practice and he becomes a partner and he makes a bajillion dollars or whatever. And he finally retires at like, you know, 65 or something. And he moves down to the Bahamas to fulfill his dream of like buying a boat and just fishing, fishing out the rest of his days. And when he gets down there, he runs into this buddy that he graduated from law school with, who is like sitting on a boat, weathered skin, you know, all hairy and gross. He's been down there for years. He's been down there since the day they graduated from law school. (laughs) It's like they both ended up in the same place, but he's uh-huh. just, he's just yeah. been like living his fishing life for the last, you know, 35 years or so. And yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting little story to think about. Like, what are we doing with all this like energy that we're doing? And, 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 and I actually, I actually think like I've been in a little bit of like an existential pondering mode lately. And I was thinking about all these jobs that exist. And I think that our job is like, top 10 most important jobs like in really? the world, on the planet yeah i do i really do because i think about a lot of mm, so interesting i immediately dismiss all the jobs that got invented jobs that got invented just because what do you mean well like there's jobs that got invented because somebody decided that we needed a thing called a widget machine and we don't really need a widget machine but then that widget machine creates all these jobs so it's like this perpetuating cycles. Like there's a guy who makes all the widgets. Okay, all right. And so his job sure. got invented. It doesn't. And then I think about you know like what are the basic jobs? There are jobs like cooking and jobs like right. I mean, even like the, uh, you know uh, I don't know. I just think about like the simplest sort of like what are the things that like have to happen for communities right. to survive? And okay. I I don't know. I I don't want to judge anybody's job. Huh. But I was just thinking through it. And then I was thinking about the the job that we have is that we kind of like bring sanity to the all the the things that don't matter. Like we get to say to the lawyer, you know what really matters? Love your wife, love your kids, create time, be kind, you know, da da da. And yeah. so and you and I, I mean, I have I was cataloging myself. I have influence into Microsoft. Uh, I have influence into politics i have influence into hollywood i have influence into um, all of these like places that and i do it from this one little chair right here so i think on balance when were you thinking about this like what i think here's about this the question that i have is like I think when do you get into like the these deep 
thinking modes. I All don't. The time. I don't ever drop into. So hold on, I have a question because I, I know there's a lot I'm of there's people football. who think outside. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's people who think in their heads. Like Mm -hmm. I'm guessing you, and then there's outward processors where their best thoughts get created like you and I, when they're talking out loud. But I think you're an inward processor. Like you don't need another person there to have these deep thoughts. No, 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 no. I'll have a whole conversation with myself. In fact, when we were in Ireland, part of what I felt like was a, was a, was a shift for Rebecca and I was, I was like, okay, you want to get inside my brain? She's like, yeah, I do. I go, are you sure? She's like, yeah. yeah. So it's I told her like what I here. was thinking. <laughs> I was like, this is yeah. what I'm thinking about this pub, this pub that we're in. I'm asking myself these questions yeah. about this pub and why this pub is different than that pub and what the heck makes that work and tick. And she was like, really? And I go, yeah. And you have to appreciate that's not me being critical or negative. It's literally right. just me going, I wonder how that works and how does that work? And I have thoughts about that. And yeah. Rebecca is much yeah. more like, I just want to enjoy the pub. I'm just happy to be here totally. at the pub. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Want to know something else that I, blew my mind the other day? Wow, you are a chatterbox for waking up 18 <laughs> minutes ago. What blew your mind? Tell me. I'm really interested. Let me in that brain watch, of yours. <laughs> do, you ever watch, uh, do you ever watch TV? No, not often. I watch Grey's Anatomy. Come on, we know this. That's the only on thing that goes... <laughs> Yeah. All right. So on TV, they have advertisements. I watch, I've been watching a lot of college football, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give all the people out there. I'm gonna they're gonna hate me in one second. This is a this, dad joke, by the way. No, it's You're not a dad joke. Up a dad it's joke. Not, I can not, tell. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. There's a Burger right. King ad right now that I that my family hates because it makes me walk around the house and go, BK, have it your way, <laughs> and like yep. and I'm just like I don't know what to say or something. I'm just like I don't know what to say right now. So I'm just For- gonna say BK. Have it your way. So you're Have welcome. Your- Everybody's- but here's what's Hold happening. On. Here's Hold what on. they say next. Here's what they say next. They say, you rule. And I realized mm-hmm. they're talking about, because you're a king. It's Burger King. You rule. Like you rule the uh, kingdom. Isn't that cool? I was like, that's a that great That is. Um, <laughs> we're going to, here, let's play this, place this together. This because episode I happen of Marriage Therapy Radio is brought to you by Burger brought King. Brought to you by Burger King. Okay. I'm going to mute real fast because I'm going to bring Holden in because he knows this advertisement. We're going to we're going to play Why a little game mute? real fast. Why are you going to mute him? Because I got to yell to get oh, him gotcha, here. Gotcha. Hold on, right. hold on. Okay, all right. Holden, come here, buddy. <laughs> By the way, you all did right. not mute. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> come here. I got a question for you. I got it. Here, come sit right here. Put the headphones on. Cue it up. Here we go. What is it? Okay. All right, go oh ahead, gosh. Zach. Talk to talk to Holden. Hold on, what's what? happening, buddy? Okay. How are you? How are um, you doing? Good. How okay, about good. You? I'm glad you. I'm, ask the oh, question. Good. Ask the question. I, I'm doing it. What's the question? <laughs> what question am I asking him? What question? Yeah, what question, Lala? Say what question, mom? What question? The, have him sing the sing the BK. Have it your way. BK, have it your way. way. You rule. (laughs) You rule. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Sorry, mom did not make that easy for us. Sorry, sorry. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to prove that, like, my son watches, he knows what it is. And I was like, you just sang what my kid has been singing around the house and my husband for the last month. That's because we're like like best friends. All right. I hope that makes the I hope that makes the podcast. That's Holden's like second visit to the podcast. 
<laughs> you guys. Okay. Every do time, we want to talk about go, anything? Marriage every time related. I go to Laura's house, I I take yeah. Alaska Airlines and they give me a um they give me a, a uh-huh. box of water. It's like one of these like uh, yep. environmentally friendly boxes of water. <laughs> and yeah. And so I come I come to Laura's house and I'm like holding a rice. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what and is you're it? like, it's it's a hundred and fifty dollars. It's a hundred and fifty dollars box. box of water. Yeah, and if you buy this box of water, yeah. they give you a free air, free airplane ride. But this box of water is for you. That's right, and he loves it. Do you know what we do? We put it we put it in our wine cooler, like next to all of our expensive wines that are at a special yeah. temperature. We put your boxed wine there because that's where we boxed put all water. of our expensive liquid. Yeah, yeah. box it. of water. Zach and I recently chatted about the value of time and how we spend our 20s hustling to make money and now in this phase of life, we're spending our money to buy our time back. Yes, Marriage Therapy Radio is sponsored by Every Plate, but y'all know I wholeheartedly have bought into the time, money, and energy saving tactic of having meal kits delivered directly to my door on a weekly basis for the last eight years. Not only do I save money by not going to the grocery store, But I've also noticed what a relief I feel when the cognitive load has been lifted and I just have to show up and follow the instructions on the meal card. I don't have to meal plan or shop for ingredients every day. But here is the added bonus. I'm in meetings until 6 p.m. and I just texted my hubby and asked him if he could get started on tonight's meal, which is, by the way, Dijon butter steaks with roasted green beans and rosemary potatoes. The transaction is seamless with zero questions because all he has to do is just pull the meal card out and the items from the fridge and just follow the six or less easy steps. So it's a no-brainer, right? By the way, Every Plate is the only program that I have heard of that offers the ability to add $1 steaks for life to my weekly shipment. Get started with Every Plate for just $1.49 per meal plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com dot com slash podcast and entering the code 49 mtr so subscriptions must be active to qualify and to redeem the one dollar stake the website again is everyplate.com slash podcast enter the code 49 mtr to get started with every plate for 149 per meal Hey everybody, it's that time of year again, the time that we call the holidays in my family it starts on Halloween, which is my younger daughter's birthday, ends on New Year's Day, which is my older daughter's birthday, and in between I find myself spending a lot of money that I just didn't know I had access to, to be honest, I'm buying this and that and the other thing. And it occurred to me that it was time to check in with my finances. So I'm really glad that I have Rocket Money. Rocket Money has that feature that will find and cancel your subscriptions for you. Um, I realized that I had about five different Amazon subscriptions. I had one for music and one for Kindle and one for this uh TV station that I was watching and one for I had about five different ones and Rocket Money found them all for me, gave me a notification, helped me know which ones to cancel. And then I clicked this one little button and it canceled them for me. So I'm really grateful to have found it. The other thing that I love about Rocket Money is it's a great personal finance app um, for my kid to use. She's in college trying to figure out how all of her money works. It's got budgeting features that help her track what she's spending and where. And I'm just really glad that she has an app that I trust. Um, again, Rocket Money is a personal finance app and it'll find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spendings and it'll help lower your bills. In some cases, they'll even get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money on subscriptions that you forgot or negotiate a lower price for your bills by up to maybe 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com MTR. That's rocketmoney.com MTR. And in the spirit of our sponsorship, I'll say it this way. 
This episode of Marriage Therapy Radio is brought to you by rocketmoney.com slash MTR. Happy holidays, everybody. Okay, hold on. I have a question for you. And this is a Uh legitimate question that I would like our listeners to weigh in on because I have been thinking about this as I was yelling to my husband to bring me toilet paper because I was out of TP. And Uh uh, he comes downstairs and he makes a few choice comments about the scent that he had to walk into. That's right. It's a little early. And anyway, so here's my question. My question is, number one, do you... And Rebecca, have any mystery when it comes to bathroom usage in your household? Or None. do you pee with the door open? If you need, if you ran out of toilet paper or she ran mm. out of toilet paper, would you have her come in and hand you toilet paper? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. There's no like, mystery. I don't, I don't have to think about it. There's no mystery. No. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, I like part of the privacy. Is that- I don't mind private. I, I think there's a, I think we value privacy, but there's not like, we're not precious about it. Like I think- I wouldn't okay. just. It's not like something sacred or like. Right. No. Right. <laughs> but yeah. but it's okay. not off limits. If somebody's going to the bathroom, it's not off limits to go in there. But you know, there's like the etiquette of like, hey, can I come get the thing, or do you know, or I need to jump in the okay. shower or something, and then or hey, get me some toilet paper. That's all fine. Yeah. So uh, I'd say on a scale okay. of one to ten, we're like, uh, we're probably like, I don't even know what the scale is, but let's just say eight. Mm. In the middle. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. We are we are a very open family. Um, okay. if I am showering a hundred percent, my husband is going to come in. And I know that some bathrooms have like those little private rooms where it's just mm-hmm. a room for the toilet. And when yeah. we were right now we're in the process of remodeling and we knocked all the walls down. And then when we were developing, you know, the the layout with our designer, we said, Oh, we don't need a separate room for the toilet. That just takes up too much room. Like the toilet Got could it. be in the middle of the room for all we care. Okay. In fact, in one of the bathrooms, we had a full-on chair that we would bring in because it's like, like I would want to- It's like, you rule. It, well, because yeah. <laughs> well, my husband would be in there for like 20 minutes. And I was like, I have your captive. I I have all of your attention your right attention. now. So I'm going to bring in- Yeah, that's right. I'm going to bring in a chair. Yeah. I'm going to sit down. I have, a, I have uh, my notes no. app open on my phone. I'm going to ask questions. We're going to go through the schedule. No. No. That That is how we use our time. So there is like zero- zero precious quiet anything that happens in the bathroom but my question is do you think that having that removing the mystery around the bathroom does that ruin your intimacy does it screw up or make it less special like i'm just wondering i have a hypothesis with a i guess that my study size my sample size is like two yeah. Um, but I have not, one couple friend. No, it's not. Um, that's why I'm opening this up to our, our listeners because we have okay. 8 million listeners <laughs> yeah, and I would like for them to weigh in. It could be 8.5 yeah. million at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Due to all of the positive feedback that we keep getting. Yeah. Man, my brain at, is At least like as far as I can tell from now. our Apple Apple podcast reviews, we're, we're, we're crushing yes. it. By the way, we're not. We absolutely you guys, are. You got to go. To Apple Podcasts. To Apple. <laughs> yeah, fill it out. And say, I was, they, for and Christmas. they'll say- Give it to um, us for Christmas. Give us a five-star Apple review for Christmas. Okay. okay. Um, hey. All right. I think I have an answer to your question. A serious one. All right. Because okay. you, you've touched on something that I say to clients all the time. You've heard uh-huh. us talk about, we talk about the model of intimacy that includes intellectual, emotional, physical, sexual, spiritual. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. So- Yeah. 
Some of those are pretty clearly defined. I always differentiate between physical intimacy and sexual intimacy. They're different. Sexual intimacy Mm -hmm. is, uh, physical intimacy is about proximity, meaning we occupy space together. And sexual intimacy actually doesn't require proximity because you can, you can sext one another from across the country or you can send nude photos or you can, you know, so, but when I talk about physical intimacy, they always say like, what do you mean? I go, well, do you like cook together? Do you snuggle in ways that are, do you go to the bathroom with the door open? I say that phrase every single time. And the reason I say that phrase every single time is because physical intimacy or intimacy is a thing that I share with you that I don't share with anyone else. And so no one gets to come into the bathroom except for Rebecca. When I'm taking, you know, or else it's awkward. It's it's weird. It's strange, right? Yeah. Like when you're reading a magazine, as we call it. Yeah. Actually, I was going to ask you that question. When I when when I go to the bathroom, particularly number two in our house, the code is I'm going to go read a magazine. Um, Do you guys have code? Do you have the same similar code, or do you care? Uh, no, there's no code. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. There is code. I, I say I have a sense of urgency. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling, yeah. or the spirit is moving me, I believe is the phrase, which yeah. basically means I'm going to be a few minutes. Yeah. I just go, I'm going to go read a magazine. Everybody knows that's good. Dad's going to be gone for a while in the bathroom. But um, yeah, 20 minutes. I, that's when I follow my husband with my notes yeah. app open yeah, sure in he, the calendar. Yeah. I'm sure he loves, loves that. that. Um, no, but I do think that, like, I think that, that the conversation we're having falls in the category of physical intimacy. Because it is a privilege yeah. that that Rebecca and I share that we share with no one else. And that is, that's just, I think that's part of the marital gig. So is it tied directly to sexual intimacy? I don't think so. I, I, I wouldn't, I'm just kind of anti saying all things do this or all things do that. But at least in my house, you know, physical intimacy is a strength of ours. Meaning we do mm-hmm. proximity to one yeah. another really, really well. Um, yeah. Yeah, we and, definitely have, I would say, set, like physical intimacy is a huge strength of ours as well. And with my son as well. You know, yeah. like we are vi- a very snuggly family. We're very hands-on. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean like, you know, we kiss a lot. It means that we're just a very hands-on family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I would continue to investigate your sample just to see if- Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess I kind of wanted to clarify because uh, here's another example. And I was just wondering about this too, is this is another sort of physical intimacy piece is when I have couples who are getting ready to go through labor and delivery, I ask like, what what are the roles? What's that going to look like? Like, uh, how would you like your your partner to be in relation to you? And so, some people are very clear of- I will be up at her head. I will have no view of what's happening down below with the baby coming out. And you can probably guess like my husband was gloved up. He caught our son covered in goo. I uh-huh. mean, he saw it all, but we, uh-huh. that was also not a surprise. I also work with couples when it comes to like the preparation of like helping to stretch the perineum for females. And there's like a whole, like, did you know that you can do this? You no, can kind of like create. No, I think I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing that you have some like experience in that in that department, but like you take basically like oil um, or a lubricant, and you physically have to like stretch out the perineum because you're just creating more elasticity uh, and more uh-huh. lubrication, and like um, and that can happen months in advance. So basically, you're you're down in the area that used to be for pleasure, and now you're preparing it for baby coming out. It's a it's an amazingly intimate exercise because you're helping, but 
anyway, I'm just kind of, I'm relating this to mm-hmm. how much mystery and does it correlate to either a lack of sexual intimacy or, or more physical or sexual intimacy? Hopefully that was clear. Oof, that took a while. That's I just think it's my a question fine question. For our but listeners. You know, again, the, even the more you're describing it, like I think if you are a person who, okay, okay, let's take it one step yeah, further. Com- oh, um, okay. You know, Emily Nagoski's work, we get to talk to her next year. She's got a new book coming mm-hmm. out. Really excited about that. Um, talks her first a lot. book, by the way, is Come As You Are. The second mm-hmm. one is Burnout. And we're going to no, have her on the again. The second one is Burnout with her sister. That's different. Sister. Uh, it's a different yes. topic. But um, this next one's called Come Together, which is cool. <laughs> you know? Ooh, fun. Uh, come together. Get, I was right just thinking now. that right now. Over me. Yeah, Over she <laughs> she named both those books after her song lyrics on purpose. So, um Oh, but her a lot of the, a lot of the content in her first book is about how women or men and women don't know how vagina works, like just don't know the yeah. parts, don't know how to masturbate, don't know how don't know the difference between the the different you know functions of the different right. parts of the and you know men are very simple machines. But imagine becoming someone who is actually really familiar with your a your own parts, but b like your yeah. partner's parts, like. There yeah. has to be an intimacy that comes from that. And it could be, maybe it's a turnoff. I don't know. But I think if you're really into like what intimacy is comprehensively, then you don't need uh-huh. to protect like the mystery of the vagina, right? You can actually go, yeah. you're going to learn about how this thing works and what is sensitive and what's not and and how to help you make a baby. Well, not make a baby. Well, I guess I can help uh-huh. you make a baby, but deliver a baby and all this yeah. other stuff. So, so I guess as we're talking, I have more bias toward still go to the bathroom with the door open. Um, not in yeah. a crass or like disrespectful way, but I'm not, I don't know if I really am a champion of the mystery part of, of the sexual mm-hmm. intimacy. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe this it's kind actually of knowing, a little bit. Maybe it's actually knowing yeah. that creates more intimacy. Yet, but yeah. yeah, this is a little bit of the debate that I would say that Gottman's have with, um, uh oh gosh, uh what's her name? She has a podcast. She's a therapist. Helps me with the stack. Yeah, Esther Perel. Esther Perel. Yeah. Uh, the concept of too much, like too much merging, too much information, like the having some mystery about your partner actually builds intimacy. And the Gottmans would say, what we're really trying to do is close the gap of the uh, mystery like you should know your partner really really well like the the love uh, mapping uh-huh. and it's all about not necessarily uh-huh. merging but it's all about exploring and understanding and developing all of the knowingness that you can have in a relationship there's a little bit of a divide divide between the two of them uh-huh. uh, man we should get Esther on and have her talk a little bit about that because i would be intrigued I'm to hear it. her point of view you're on it yeah, I'm spending a Have whole week been... with her in February. Oh my I'm gosh. Going on that, I'm going on Where that is portion. this again? Costa Rica. Yeah. Oh. So I'm going gosh, to Costa Rica to be with really her and Terry intriguing. for a whole week. And I'm like all about yeah. like, hey, yeah. let's be friends. Let me put your phone number in my phone. Why don't you come on podcast? Yeah. I'll come on your podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, we're that's... gonna we're gonna be Do you best know how buds. many people are gonna be down there? I think yeah. it's probably gonna be about thirty to fifty. Is my it'll be very my, intimate then. Yeah. 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 We'll have three oh, meals a day really... and we'll be doing like a lot of interactive like teaching and stuff. So um, that's very I imagine, cool. I imagine Congrats. being able from time to time to go, hey, can I sit here? 
and just like uh-huh. having like off conversation like oh cool. yeah i'm married here's my kids and da, 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 and you know um, while you're down there will you just take your equipment and then um it's pretty easy to just say hey uh during this break like can we just record a 30 minute podcast just come into my room and record i think that would be pretty cool do you want me take to your bring just Esther yes. into my hotel room for 30 minutes to record a podcast 100 percent. yeah that's yep. what you want okay i do yeah I'll, 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 I'll ponder that i'll ponder that yeah okay and then yeah. ring me up because I would like to be there and ask her questions as well. Um, yeah. Hey, right. I yeah. have something else that I wanted to talk about now that okay. we're a full 23 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> People are like, what is But Hold on. I have to say, I've been, yeah. I have been annoyed with our podcast, meaning like sometimes oh, I get right off cool. the podcast and I go, oh, there's no value at all that we had. <laughs> we didn't talk about anything important to relationships, but I'm, I am now leaning into the fact that if you're listening to this podcast, some of it is for entertainment value. Some of it is I just want uh-huh. to escape my real life and maybe I'll get some kind of a nugget. I'm going to give you a nugget because I've been working on uh, uh. something. I've been thinking a lot about how do I add value to my couples? Like Every time they come to see me, I am so aware that the moment that, that uh, clock starts ticking, it's charging them by the minute. I don't know if you're aware of this, All but right. I money okay. has been so important to me. Yeah. By the way, we are a one one income household right now, so that's new and interesting. That's exciting, and mm-hmm. yeah, I I am excited. You. I am you're leaning the into income. It. It's you're me. The incomer. I yeah. am. <laughs> yes, I am the incomer. We were exploring. I will get to value, guys, in just a second, but I have to give you this life update. <laughs> is uh ryan has been dancing around like he has this is his third work transition in mm, i want to say like maybe 15 months so it it used to stress me out a lot and it's really interesting because i have several other people not only my practice clients that are kind of like in this transition of how do we navigate roles like people are a lot of the couples that I've been with have had traditional roles in the sense that when they have a child, they go from dual income to I'm going to stay home. I'm going to, you know, kind of be with these toddlers for a while until they go off to school and then maybe I'll re enter the workforce. And uh, in these heterosexual relationships, the men are pulling the majority of the weight when it comes to bringing in the income. And now I have a lot of couples in transition where it's kind of like the men are saying, hey, I've been doing this for a really long time and I would really love a break. It's, mm. It actually goes a lot with what you were talking about with, um, you know, like I work, 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 work. And finally at 65, I get to go down to the Bahamas and enjoy and do the things that I really want to do. And they're at 65. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very aware that there's a lot of men right now in my life where they're missing out on a lot of life because they have been so focused on making money. And a mm. lot of them are making decisions to basically say, I cannot guarantee that I'm going to make it to 65. Can't do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I, but what I can guarantee is that I still have kids at home that I love and adore mm. and a wife that needs my attention. And I would love to just stop working and we'll just kind of go on autopilot. They have stockpiled money up for retirement. And basically they're taking like a, what do you call it? Like a sabbatical where you just kind of like you Walk have an early about, retirement. Yeah, so sure. I have a lot of- a walkabout? I kind of like no, that. No, that's different. That, like a walkabout is oh, like where you just- A rumspringer. Yeah, where you just like, I'm just going to go to Australia and walk around for like a year. So that's kind of like a sabbatical. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah. So we, we, I mean, we've kind of kicked around the idea, this strategy that in our son's life, um, we're doing things a little differently. Ryan's dad worked his ass off and no doubt uh, we think it probably impacted like his Alzheimer's diagnosis, right? Like Uh he was flying, Uh he was taking Ambien to try and like, I mean, that's probably too much information, but he worked in Australia for like three weeks at a time and then he'd come home for a week and then he would go. So Ryan grew up really comfortable financially, but didn't have access to his father the same way that he wants to show up for our son. So we recognize like Holden's only going to be home uh, for another uh, 10 years. And so we're kind of kicking around the idea of what if we had you retire Ryan or have a walkabout for five years and then go back into the workforce. I would rather have those years be focused. So anyway, um, he, we're, we're making some major swift life changes. It's happening in other people's relationships. Uh. It's huge conversations. It's rocking relationships because couples are having to renavigate the uh, expectations, the roles, um, and the agreements that they made maybe 10 years ago and basically say, this isn't working for us anymore. Our lives, our lives have evolved. I feel differently now than when we first got together and we kind of had these agreements. Uh-huh. I don't know. Have you ever like talked about, I don't know, how you and Rebecca, because you're, you're a dual income household. Uh-huh. Have you guys had major changes or have you talked about your roles or how you would work out like i mean that remember that thing at the top where we were talking about like how my brain works and how like i think about things that are like in like strange ways i think about this all the time the thing about me that's unique is <clears throat> you think it's unique well it uh it's unique in the in the community that i'm in i my parents declared bankruptcy in high school, and I and I was uh-huh. uh, I was scraping it together, scarcity mindset for, I mean, ever, forever. Um, my uh. daughter Abby was on free and reduced lunch. We were using food stamps, you know, as recently as 15, 20 years ago, um, and huh. then, like, when I finally leaned into being a couples therapist and I started to make like real person money. I have had mm-hmm. to spend the last, you know, 10 years or so making a, a shift and it's showing up in kind of yeah. interesting, weird uh. ways. Like Abby doesn't have access to the kind of financial aid at college that we thought she would because I make too much uh-huh. vis-a-vis what uh-huh. my brain thought was going to happen. So she's yeah. like, dad, do we have money or do we not have money? I don't understand. I can't. Da, 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 da. So we've had this yeah. maybe 10 year transition toward, you know, uh, maybe surplus is the way to put it, or um, that I have, I have, I don't know if I've still wrapped my head around. So, you know, we, we have this conversation a lot, like, where are we, what are we doing? And while I feel like yeah. I'm doing pretty good, I'm also paying for the 20 years prior that I wasn't right. doing good. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I do. Okay. But also that came at a high cost. And so it's a weird, it's a weird one. I think everybody, I think everybody has to kind of ponder it a little bit and it and necessarily comes up against issues of identity. I think maybe is the question that you're asking, like, mm, what are we worth? Where do we hold value? What's important to us? You know, I think it necessarily pushes those buttons. And if you're not asking them thoughtfully, it's very easy, I think, for it to sneak up on you and go, wait, what am I doing here? Like, what am I, like, mm. what is this? 
You know, wouldn't mm-hmm. I rather just be on a boat? Wouldn't I rather it be simpler? Am I really trading, yeah. you know, life for a paycheck? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's a universal question. It's ages, it's age old, but, um, right. But I think, no, we're having it in a little bit different way than you guys are probably having it. Um, and right now, well, I, just feel, I mean, I'm kind of asking, yeah. what are the questions that you guys are having? Because you have one kid in college, one that's getting ready to go to college. You no, have she's been not. Stab- <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's right. She, it's, that's right. She's going to do uh, her own thing, but I don't think it's college. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Which is great uh, because I've saved really it saving for two people to go to college and I only have to pay for one. Of them. Cool. No, but here's, here's yeah. what's going to happen. Well, she's going to change her mind. I love education. She's going to change her mind in like uh, May of of 2000. And like, she's going to change her mind like May of her senior year. She'll be like, yeah, no, I think I'm ready to go to college. I'm big. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, uh, heads up, college is like the most fun. If you like independence and which I think she is really, you know, in that phase uh-huh. of life as a teenager of just really starting to individuate and become her own person and want to separate from mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, college is a great time to do that. It was college is like literally the most daycare. amazing experience. <laughs> Is it? It's yeah. There's always a meal it's, on campus for yeah, you. There's like, always a place for you, you to like lay your head. Just, you can sleep here, and you can eat here, and you can do this. And we're going to yeah. tell you where to go yeah. and when to go there. And then, it's um, very expensive you know, daycare. Yeah. Oh man. Did we talk about anything? Uh, Did you get to your point? Did you make your point yet? I didn't. No, <laughs> I didn't. And I, I guess I could. I'll go back to this idea. And that's fine. This will be a really great long podcast. I hope you all are enjoying your walk, your drive, your uh, zone out, cleaning the dishes, folding the laundry, whatever it might be. Um, I Okay. So I've been trying to make sure that not on the podcast that my time is used wisely, but in session that my client's time is used wisely. Right. Yes. Because your your clients are coming in and they're spending money and it's really expensive and Mm -hmm. you are having a transition in your practice. Okay. Gotcha. Go. I'm just really aware of it, right? Like when I get a massage, I am thinking to myself, this last three minutes cost me $8 uh, or whatever. It better have been good. No, but that's how my brain works because I, I, money is really important to me. So I also recognize that a lot of the clients that coming, that come to see me, this is all out of pocket. This is not something that you just, your insurance is paying. So I want to use their time wisely. I'm, and, I ask clients like, "What's the win?" And thankfully, I mean, I've mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from you in asking how are at the end of like this workshop, at the end of this session, what's going to feel like a win for you? And a mm. lot of people are still saying there's these huge bolder conversations in the relationship that is uh, a factor. It still feels like we haven't gotten to the important stuff in Gottman method. A lot of what we do is we teach you how to have important conversations, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. and it's very skill based. And oftentimes it's like because I want you to have those conversations at home in your living room without me on the clock. But a lot of times people are saying we want you, Laura Heck, to be almost like the referee, the guide. We like the structure of therapy. It provides safety for us to have these hard conversations that traditionally have been very tough for us. And so I have had clients do what we call the can of worms. So uh, what wait, is we're the starting the can of worms from? right now. We should do part two. Like we should Eat. stop and be like, so we're <laughs> going to tell you all about the can of worms next time. That's right. Yeah. Okay. We're going to use the Zygarnik effect. We're going to use the Zygarnik effect. The Zygarnik effect is when your brain is like, what's going to happen? You think about it. So, right. What's Mm going to happen? 
dun, 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 next week yeah. on Marriage Therapy Radio. So let me explain what the can of worms is. Okay. Thanks so much for <laughs> listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, you guys, I'll we started t- today. We, we started today, and, and Laura then... was like, "Laura was like, I know what I want to do. I want to talk about the can of worms that, that I've been working on." I was like, "Okay, cool, let's do yeah. that." Thirty-five minutes later, yeah. you introduced get... the topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's sum up. Let's sum up today. What did we learn today? We, I mean, we talked about interesting no, we stuff. We talked we about totally roles in relationships. We talked about yep. what's important. We talked about money and how that intimacy, shows up in relationships. Sexual intimacy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, see, we talked, we about, talked about important influence. stuff. We talked about BK, have it, have your, it way. your way. That's right. We had a special guest, Holden Heck, on Holden, the podcast. Holden, yeah. Um, hey, hey, yeah. let me also mention, because you got to meet my son, um, I am going yes. to be raising money this year for the okay. Children's Tumor Foundation. So excited. I'm going to keep talking about it all throughout 2024 because I signed up to do, I haven't told you this, okay. I'm running the New York Marathon and I'm running it for the Cancer Foundation. So, um, or the Tumor Foundation, excuse me. I'm um, into it. For, I'm so excited. So I will okay, be doing all, a lot of the fundraising. It's in November. So we have a long time. It just occurred. And now I just joined the endurance team. It's called the okay. NF endurance team. So, right. so uh, you guys, this is in the podcast first, land. Yes. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will <laughs> let you participate in one of the benefits that you will get is you can participate in Laura's fundraiser for the NF foundation in the near. So that's, you get t- oh, that's interesting. Get two, that's an interesting way benefits. to put it. Yeah. No, you get to cool. leave us a review. It is cool. Here's what yeah, I think would be really so cool. So I will be running. Here's what I think would actually money, be yes. really cool. What if, like, I think it would be pretty baller if somehow Marriage Therapy Radio and the listener world was like yeah. the sponsors of your marathon. I think that would be I think very, I agree. very cool. So we don't know how to do I that. Agree. But um, how do we ins- just conscript you guys all onto our team? Yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to ponder it because I would love to raise a ton of money. I'll tell you more about um why my son is so he's impacted by a diagnosis called NF2. Um you can look it up. So I'm going to give you the rough and dirty of it. Essentially it's a genetic uh condition that he was born with. We just discovered it last year. I was literally like I ugh, man, I get choked up. Okay. Okay, hold it together. Um, hmm. No, I can't. Uh, I'm going to fit. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do this. He, uh, We discovered that he has tumors um, all in his body and in his brain and along his spine. And um, they're non-cancerous, but holy moly, like they grow and they impact his motor skills and they impact his vision and they impact his hearing and oh. And it's just been an interesting year. And I'm sure if you've been a longtime listener, like you've kind of heard me like, mm, get it together, Laura. You've heard, you know, it's been a struggle. And anyway, this is something that I can do is I can run and I can raise money and I can have some control. And I would love for you to join and sponsor me um, raising money for the Children's Tumor Foundation. Whew, I got through it. Are you okay, okay over there? As I'm I got great. my emotions on a roller coaster today. Yeah, I don't know. All right, okay, let's do this. I will sponsor you, Laura. I will Thank help you. you. 
you asked me a couple Thank weeks, you. a couple of days ago, do you want to run a marathon with me? I was like, nope, my running days are over, but my sponsoring <laughs> causes that I care about are not over and I will do that. And why don't we park this one and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, kick over, worms. Kick, we'll kick this can of worms down to next week and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Okay, I'm better now. I got my emotions in check. That was hard. Okay, uh, let's land this plane. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Um, and if you if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, congratulations. You just followed a very wiggly path to the end. Um, I mentioned that I will be raising money all of 2024 for um, through a group called the NF Endurance Team. This is uh, supporting the Children's Tumor Foundation. We will have a link on our website, marriagetherapyradio.com, so that you can donate. I have very lofty goals. I'm not sure what my goal is yet, but I will let you know. And we're going to have lots of opportunities for donating and joining and supporting. And it's really important to me. And we'll bring Holden on the podcast at some point as well. Um, But visit our website, marriagetherapyradio.com. Go to Apple and leave a kind review. Um, That would be really lovely. Um, And finally, thank you so much for all of your time and your attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.